It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. Welcome to New Jersey. Well, actually, welcome to New York, Manhattan. That's where we're staying. And we've got an early bus ride to beat the traffic to get over to Newark for the Sharks and the New Jersey Devils. And Drew, the reason why we stay here is, number one, the hotel is fantastic. And it's actually a central location. And the secret is, if you miss the bus at 345, which is a rather early one for a game, you can take the PATH train. And it's only a two-minute run from the train station to the arena, according to Pete Stemkowski. And he said that five people have made it so far. Yeah, I've, I've, I've done it when I was with the owners, Kevin Quinn and, and Gene Prince Bay, and I took it to New Jersey and back. It was easy, peasy, lemon squeezy. And the neighborhood's fine. The neighborhood's absolutely great. Um, so it was, it was an easy route to, do, to take. The uh, great thing about New York is if you need to get somewhere, you can find a way. But uh, finding a way will be the key for the San Jose Sharks today. I mean, this is a team that, that uh, yesterday, they just Danny, just too many individual mistakes, too many giveaways, not enough physical tenacity. Good first period, big drop-off in the second, and we'll talk about that in the show tonight. And the Sharks just, I, I thought, you mentioned it this morning, they squandered an opportunity. They had an opportunity to win that game yesterday after a really good first period and even the power play to start off the third period, but didn't capitalize. I want to talk to something that you and I discussed after the game, and I talked about it with David Quinn on our Coach's Chalkboard Show. What is it about power plays at the start of periods? I think you want to do some analytics on that. Yeah, I would, yeah, well, no, I want somebody smarter than me to do analytics on it. But I would venture a guess, and more than that, I bet my mortgage that the power plays that are interrupted by a period break, so you have a power play to start the next period after ending the previous period of the power play. I will bet you those power play success rate are far below the league average, far below. It's a, it's a rhythm thing. It's a um, it's 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 guys are cold coming back out. They're just not ready mentally. They're re they're re too relaxed. They don't have that sense of um, urgency, for lack of a better word. They they those power plays are very rare that they are successful. As far as I think, I would believe that it's far below the success rate average of the National Hockey League's uh, power plays. Now that's weird because of course you have clean sheet of ice, yeah. which is a little bit different, but all of those mental things are getting involved. And if you think about last night, the Sharks were kind of in a negative mental space there after that second period. They gave up, what, 18 shots. Uh, they gave up two goals uh, on a couple of mistakes. And so they probably were thinking about all that as they were pondering the, the third period, but you don't have much time in the NHL. No, and that power play, everything that the Sharks have been working on, in fact, the power play last night when the Sharks had the opportunity, everything they've been working on being quicker. And that was basically the, the only, actually, the only thing that Brian Wiseman coached them on in, in, on that Seattle practice was just being quicker, everything quicker. 
Move the puck quick. Get to your, your spots quick. Get the puck to the net quick. Get recovery quick. And they didn't do any of that last night. In fact, they were slow and too far too deliberate and far too telegraphing on, here, here you go. Here you, I'm going to pass it to you now. And then it was, it was not a, a, a performance where you thought that they believed they could win that game. Interesting part of last night's game, obviously, came in the physical play. The Sharks' uh, unwillingness to be uh, taken advantage of by the Boston Bruins. I think it all started, in many respects, when William Eklund, at the end of the first period, was in a situation where he was uh, being intimidated or the intent was being made by Marchand. And Giovanni Smith, you may recall, came out and had a very extended conversation. We were looking at each other saying, you know, maybe he should just go to the dressing room. But it was sort of a setup for what would happen later. And, of course, Smith came in and gave Marchand a real hard hit from behind, which resulted in the fight, big fight against uh, uh, Trent Frederick. And after all of that, things settled down a little bit. There, were, there was the other fight with Zetterland and Marchand, but Marchand seemed to be off his game for the rest of the game. Is that basically what Giovanni Smith has to do? Well, I think as far as Giovanni goes and – he knows what his role is. He knows his identity. But when you're, you're looking at tonight's game, I think everybody could take his lead as far as what is your identity? And Brett Hedekin says it all the time. What are the one or two things that you do really well? Then do those over and over and over again. But I think the physical aspect of the game that Giovanni brings every game has to permeate throughout the team. Tonight against the Devils, you better be physical. Um, in fact, it's going to be one of my keys. Have a physical presence for 60 minutes. Don't do it for the first period, then drop off. You have to. If you're playing against Hughes, you're playing against, if, if Timo plays, you're playing against Toffoli. Uh, they've got so many good players there. This is, this is a team that can outscore their problems. If you aren't physical against the New Jersey Devils, you are in for a tough, tough night. And that brings me to the next point, that Giovanni Smith, after that fight, went back to the locker room, uh, did not serve the penalty in the penalty box at the start of the third period, came back about midway through and was getting ice on his hand and had it taped and was sitting on the right side of the bench from the coach's point of view and did not skate in the third period. Uh, saving him for tonight, uh, problem for tonight, what do you think? He's a game time tonight. We'll see if he can play. They, the Sharks, the one thing the Sharks are, are laboring with tonight is a, a bunch of guys are banged up. Now you're 20-plus you're games into the season. You are on a long road trip, 12 days, six games that are very, very tough. So this is going to be a, a test for the Sharks against a, a very good team. So there, there's going to be a lot of, we don't know the lines right now. There's a lot of game time decisions coming up. Um, there's a lot of guys who are, who are labored and hurting. And it will be a, a test of the character and the metal and the, the resilience of the Sharks tonight. What we do know is that Capo Kakinen is going to get the start in goal, and a lot of people were up in arms over this because, what, Mackenzie Blackwood can't play against the Devils? Mackenzie was just speaking to the media, and he said, I don't really care who we're playing. If they tell me I'm playing, I'm in. It's a game. Fine. Uh, they asked me about this a month ago. I told them I didn't care about it. And then all of a sudden the schedule caught up to us, and here we were. And so they put Capo in, and that's great. I'm hoping Capo gets a win. I actually think that a game like this is almost perfect for Capo's personality in the sense that uh, he just flips a coin, goes out there and says, I'm not going to worry about all of the uncontrollables. I'm just going to control what's in my crease. And he's been doing that this year in a much better fashion because of the great work he's been doing in practice. Yeah, the controllables. How often do we talk about control the controllables? 
it, George Kingston used to say, don't worry about things you cannot control. And for McKenzie, I think it's such an overblown thing that for, for players to come back and play against their old team. You're in the league, you're going to be playing against your old team. You play against old teammates, it'll happen. Uh, unless it's you know, some big star coming back. McKenzie, goalies are they're fine. You get told when to start and when to go out there and be, and be the guy that you need to be. I like the work that Capo's done this year. I think he's getting better and better. Um, you're right, his mind is stronger in the way that he has been playing because of the work he has put in. Um, it's the old saying, be ready so you don't have to get ready. He's been, he's been ready now for a long time, uh, working and working and working on his game. He needs to come up with a big performance. This is a really good hockey team. Looks like that Timo Meyer is not going to be in the lineup, at least as of this moment. We'll get the official word when we get to game time in our broadcast this evening. But whether he's in or not, it doesn't really matter. This team is fast. They make things happen. They've got the Hughes brothers. How about the game last night in Philly where uh, Luke Hughes gets run, and then he, then he comes back and scores the game winner? Yeah, amazing, right? I mean, that's, that's, the Hughes brothers are um, a very special group of players. But that's the resilience you're looking for, right? That's, that shows what a hockey player is. And um, you need that from the Sharks tonight. Those guys who were hurt tonight, if they can get in the lineup, just give everything you have. You know, you have to be able to, to, uh, to fight through the pain that, uh, you know, Hurdle last night coming back was, was very impressive after what he went through. So um, you need those guys to inspire you somewhere along the line. Well, hopefully it will be an inspirational game tonight. The Sharks, of course, even though Meyer may not be in, have to deal with Jack Hughes, one of the best players in the world, and Tyler Toffoli, who knows how to score, especially against San Jose, and former Shark Chris Tierney is going to be centering the fourth line. Looking forward to seeing him as well. We're on the air at 3.30 with all of the exciting action, the Sharks and the Devils. That's it for the morning skate for today. You've been listening to the Sharks' morning skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.